0: Post rom coms where we talk about rom coms while drinking. <laughs> Nicely done. I love that. Thank you. I'll, it's a work in progress. I'll figure it out. Isn't two years every- after we started?
1: Isn't everything <laughs> to do with I'm this Marie. podcast? I'm Allison. I don't know where to go from there. Welcome to our. <laughs> fucking hundredth installation of a toast of rom-coms i don't know actually how many we've done it's a lot though
0: it is a lot you know i don't think it's a hundred yet we're closing in when we get to a hundred we're gonna have like a big party like the hundredth episode of a tv show because we're just that well known Mm -hmm. yep
1: especially during quarantine (laughs) huge party
0: Just, just like the super bowl super spreader I don't know what that it's gonna is. going to happen. Well, the Super Bowl was yesterday.
1: What's the super spreader?
0: Oh, just like all the parties that were had. Oh. Huh. That's dumb. Yeah. Well, super- that's Florida for you. Sorry, Floridians. Uh, yeah. Get a better governor.
1: Yeah. Florida's like the asshole of the United States.
0: I feel like you've said that about at least three other states.
1: <laughs> no, definitely not states. Maybe people. Uh. I don't think i said that about states.
0: Only Florida. You just go around telling random people, you're the asshole of the United (laughs) States.
1: That's awesome. I need to really start doing that.
0: (laughs) I don't know if people will be offended or if they'll just give you a head tilt. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Either way, mission accomplished. So...
1: Before we get started on today's... Mo- well, actually, do you want to introduce the drink so we can drink?
0: Okay. Uh, so today we're talking about Easy A. Classic. Oh, so good. From 2010. Sorry, I know that's your job, but I just feel like I needed a segue. <laughs> um, And the drink, since Allison's pretty eager here, is a blue devil to go with the mascot of the high school where the... Everyone attends. Um, it is three parts gin, one part blue curacao, and one part lemon juice. This is a big
1: boy. It's very pretty. Oh, it's so vibrant. Yes. Um, I really it's a lot of gin though. I, yeah, it's a lot of gin, and it's like one thirty p.m. I got a lot to do today.
0: It's one fifty-five.
1: Well. Even worse.
0: (laughs) All right. Cheers. Good luck. Thanks.
1: That's nice. I don't don't like like it. it. I could tell from your face.
0: Yeah. um, Wait. Let me. Let me get another go here. Nope. It just tastes like something you would pour down the drains to like get the sludge off the sides. Oh my God. So I guess corrosive. It tastes corrosive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's no. what you wanted a drink.
1: How do I like it? And you think it tastes corrosive?
0: I don't know. Maybe, maybe all the wine you drink has like altered your taste <laughs> buds. <buttons. laughs> That was actually horribly offensive. (laughs) I know. (laughs) If I had like a split second before I started talking, I was like, this is going to come off. (laughs) I was like, yeah, let's roll with it. We, um, in my book club
1: text, I mean, this is probably you had to be there, but it relates to wine. Somebody was like, I'm running a little bit late. My time management skills are poor today. And I tried to say my time management skills are poor every day, but it auto corrected to wine management. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, that's, that's poor every day too. (laughs) Uh,
0: Hey, everyone needs one vice.
1: I got way more than one.
0: (laughs) Nope, just the one. Everything else about you is perfect.
1: Yay! (laughs) Tell my husband
0: that. (laughs) Yeah, I might be too close. (laughs) He's not going to believe me.
1: (laughs) So before we get started to talk about Easy A, we have a couple of announcements to make. First of all, I want to congratulate I want to congratulate D Fay in winning a t-shirt by being the first one to get a review up on iTunes.
0: Yay! Thanks, D Faye.
1: That was awesome. Um, also, I, I don't understand how these reviews work because I actually, I had two people text me and say that they put up a review And they just never appeared. And like why would they text me unless.
0: Right. I don't understand how it works either. If anybody understands
1: how the reviews work. Email us. toasteromcoms at gmail.com I don't get it.
0: This is why we don't have a lot of reviews. There's been 10,000 of them. Just lost in cyberspace.
1: I think that's it. No but. Um, we did get a star come through, but no review, which also yeah. was worrisome to me too. Like, where are they? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was weird. This is like a conspiracy theory. Like people are preventing us from being bigger.
0: That's what's happening. That's mm-hmm. what's happening. That's right, guys. Help us fight the man.
1: Yeah, that's that's very timely. I just watched School of Rock yesterday. It's all about fighting the man.
0: (laughs) I love that movie.
1: Oh, it had been a minute since I'd seen it, and it was great. I love Jack Black. Um, not a sponsor, by the way. Not a sponsor. Jack 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 Black. Black.
0: Come on, Jack Black.
1: But if you need a a little dose of sunshine to your day, please go follow Jack Black on Instagram because it's just wonderful.
0: It is wonderful. I could watch that man. Like, do weird stuff all day. He's like
1: surprisingly agile.
0: <laughs> no,
1: like, you see his kicks and shit like that yeah. and like dancing around.
0: I'm impressed. Yeah. Maybe he does yoga. Hmm. That does flexibility, right? Like, that should help with that. Absolutely. Jack um, Black, email us at <laughs> <laughs> Do you do yoga? Do you do yoga, Jack Black? <laughs> Oh, God.
1: So I actually have another. My second announcement is in regards to last week's podcast, Adventures in Babysitting, where we talked about where do body parts go after they are cut off in a hospital? So I had a writer write in um, that he works in a hospital and they go to pathology, where they are tested, and then they are cremated. Oh, I was right. Yeah, good job. Thanks. Yeah. So your baby tumor, it went to pathology.
0: But can we preface that by saying my tumor baby, not like people hear <laughs> baby, they're going to think my tumor baby. <laughs> Let's clarify that. Let's get that word order right. Good call. Thanks yeah so you're along with my uterus fallopian tubes and appendix oh yeah i forgot you had your appendix taken out Mm -hmm. i wish you would. slightly inflamed i mean it was handy very convenient while you're in there just
1: right right there yeah take it don't need it that's right i wish you would have been able to keep like a part of it like a little like jar filled with like formaldehyde and you can just like keep it as a paperweight or something
0: no, resin is all the rage now. So I could have had like a, a resin paperweight made out of it or Holy something.
1: Holy shit, that's genius.
0: Mm-hmm. Or like a little jewelry dish to put my wedding rings in at night.
1: The fallopian tubes, like you could have kept it standing up like so and then just put your wedding ring down it. <laughs> this is what hospitals should do with body parts. But that was submitted Fundraising. That was submitted by just Jay. So thank you, Jay for that information.
0: And way to go figuring out the email system.
1: Thanks. it's so hard.
0: So <laughs> at gmail.com email us something.
1: <laughs> email us something. Just say hi. Give us some movie suggestions. Give us some We did have
0: we had a couple.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, we did have a couple movie suggestions sent to us.
0: Well, we're going to revisit once we're done with the teen rom-coms.
1: Which could be a while because there's so many movies I want to get
0: through. Oh, I love teen rom-coms. The best. I just love teen shows. Gossip Girl, Riverdale, Pretty Little Liars. I I haven't done Outer Banks yet.
1: I hear it's good. Our, I'm pretty sure our niece loves it.
0: yeah. Our 14-year-old niece and I watch a lot of the same television. (laughs) Not sure what that says about me or her.
1: Well, our 14-year-old niece just got into Marvel movies because guys are hot.
0: Yeah. That's like the only
1: reason that she wants to watch them. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, I can't wait to watch the Thors. Chris Hemsworth is so hot. That's my impression of her through text.
0: You're cutting You got to like eliminate all the vowels and half of the consonants.
1: Whenever she says IDK with like 10 K's, I'm like, stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Gen Zers. That is crazy kids. So right.
0: speaking of. Give us facts.
1: Speaking of Gossip Girl.
0: Ooh, good transition. Thanks.
1: Easy A has one of the guys in it from Gossip Girl. So EZA um, stars Emma Stone, Amanda Bynes, Penn Badgley, um, and Thomas Hayden Church, Patricia Clarkson, and Lisa Kudrow, and Stanley Tucci.
0: Ton of people in here.
1: Tons of people.
0: Did you say Patricia Clarkson? I did. Okay. Cause it's like the one movie where I remember her being nice in, and I want to make sure she gets credit. For yes,
1: it. <laughs> I was a note that I put down too. That's awesome. That's hilarious. Um, it was directed by Will Gluck, and written by Bert V. Royal. Great name. That's definitely a made-up name. No, Bert V. Royal.
0: Yeah, All right. it could be someone's name. All right. (sighs) So, we went over the drink, so just hop right into that summary.
1: Okay. Easy A is about a teenage girl who kind of accidentally contributes to a rumor being spread about her about losing her virginity.
0: Kind of contributes?
1: Yeah, I have thoughts about that. Okay. Um... I really dissected this movie. I took a shit ton of notes.
0: Wow. I cannot wait.
1: I always say this stuff and then I'm like going through it and I'm like, Nope, nothing. <laughs> um. Anyway. So she contributes to the spread of a rumor about her losing her virginity. And then, then she starts helping out men to make them look cooler And saying that she's doing stuff with them and accepting money, gift cards, whatever for it. And so she starts to embrace that reputation and dress with a Scarlet A on her lingerie clothes, um, like the Scarlet Letter and Hester Prynne. And she is an outcast in her school. Very oversimplified.
0: Can I just say, right off the bat, the biggest unbelievability of this movie? The fact that someone would enjoy reading The Scarlet Age.
1: Oh, I didn't think that was where you were going. to the. That's where you were going, but I fucking hated that book. It was horrible. It was so hard to get through.
0: And, like, I really love this movie, but when they mention The Scarlet Letter, I feel anger towards it. And it's been... 20 years. Yep. It's probably been like 20 to 22 years since I've read that book, and I'm still mad.
1: Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. Who wrote it? Nathaniel
0: Hawthorne? Yep. What a jackass. Thanks
1: a lot, dude. (laughs) Fucking classic literature.
0: (laughs) Now that that's out of the way, we can proceed as normal.
1: Yeah. Would you call Nathaniel Hawthorne an abominable twat?
0: Ooh, it does have like a antique sound to it, an abominable twat. Mm-hmm. So I was, can I, can I add on to that? I was jumping a lot, a little bit ahead with unbelievability, but I was seriously pissed and thought it was unbelievable that, um, Olive was the only one to go to the principal's office that chick called Olive a tramp in front of the entire class. And a skank, oh, didn't she? Didn't she I say forget. skank? Maybe. I don't remember. But, uh, and, and only Olive got sent to the principal's office? I don't think so. It would be both girls. Olive wouldn't have had as big of a consequence since it was retaliation number one. Number two, that principal said the next time you're expelled. I don't fucking think so.
1: It's a swear. It's not, like, beating the shit out of another student.
0: Correct. And there's also, like, a whole expulsion process. They go up in front of the school board, et cetera, et cetera. Like, expulsion has to be approved. I
1: didn't know that.
0: Yeah. You can't just be like, boom, you're out. (laughs) So, unbelievable.
1: Um... So, my first unbelievable, like, in in time, you know, what am I looking for? Chronological order. Or that one. Uh, Rhiannon's parents.
0: Absolutely. That's my first as well.
1: Disgusting.
0: You have your friend's daughter home and you're sitting there topless.
1: And offering a minor drugs.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and let's be clear. Both parents were topless.
1: And bottomless?
0: I, I thought I saw bottoms.
1: I Maybe on the mom, but the dad was definitely nude. Really? I
0: think so. I can't, like... If my daughter gets to, like, when she gets to the high school age, and if Bernard's walking around without a shirt on and her friends, that's a conversation. Yeah. Like, you need to get your ass in the house and get a shirt on right now yeah it's inappropriate it is I agree and especially over dinner that's also disgusting unless you're at a pool yes okay very weird and how about re being completely okay with it she didn't act like anything was wrong with it she didn't act horrified like why, I would think-
1: why couldn't Olive just be like hey I don't want to go camping with you because your parents make me uncomfortable
0: I can actually understand why a teenager wouldn't say that to their friend. It would have Can s- you imagine having that conversation to your friend when you were like seventeen? I guess
1: it would depend if they bitched about their parents.
0: Uh, like if maybe after that dinner re we went up to all of them and was like, I'm so sorry about my parents. I can't believe it. I will Absolutely understand, but that just goes back to the unbelievability. Like, re invited her was this a nudist camp? Like, no one wants to be around naked parents. Ugh.
1: No. Disgusting. no,
0: how do you think? And I was also wondering, this isn't addressed in the movie, so I don't know if it's a believability. And I guess, like, maybe Olive never would have said anything. But how do you think our mother and father would have dealt with it if we went home and was like, yeah, they were eating nude and I was there.
1: Forbidden from seeing that friend ever again. Definitely calls to the parents being like, what the fuck were you thinking? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Possibly legal action. Because I believe Olive's underage, maybe. I don't know for sure.
1: I feel like it was a solid 17, maybe.
0: Okay. So I just, you know, I I just think that, yeah. Okay. Never mind. Go ahead.
1: I did think it was very believable how Olive really spent her weekend whenever she said she was too busy to go camping. (laughs) Yes. how, How I spend, like,
0: most of my weekends doing absolutely nothing and i love it the pocket full of sunshine card i loved but i couldn't believe she started off by saying worst song ever that's not the worst song ever there's way worse yes and it's a catchy tune yeah i'm glad she came over to the dark side because i don't know if you picked up on it later it was her ringtone yes. on her post. <laughs> it was great it's a good card grandma um I love
1: the woodchuck thing oh
0: my god (laughs) the blue Devils. I didn't understand if that would be allowed can like a high school mascot have no shirt on if he's a high schooler or not a high schooler that's a really good question yeah I didn't know how that would work, but yeah, when he, the woodchuck comes out and he starts like chewing on the wood. <laughs>
1: James was dying and he was doing impressions of it all night long. Cause he came in and he was like, Oh, you're watching eh? I love this movie. And so he sat down and watched pretty much the whole thing with me. And then the whole night he goes, Hi, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then he was like, you should pick a woodchuck drink. And I was like, there are none. He's like, damn it.
0: I was so glad that you picked up on a drink because I was laying in bed at like 11. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs>
1: no, it was good. And thank God we already had all the ingredients.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, So. I thought it was believable. And I kind of forget... Oh, yeah, yeah. When she was flashing back to the seven minutes in heaven scene in seventh grade, I think that was seventh grade, and her and Todd are sitting on the bed, I found it completely believable how younger Olive downplayed how smart she was, Mm -hmm. because she thought it would make her less attractive. Yeah. Like, I think we've all been there. Yeah, I think so. So... I thought that was believable. And I started off the movie saying, like, I hope Barnard and I are this cool as parents. But then, like, I got a little worried about their parenting style as the movie went on. I struggled with
1: this a little bit because they are definitely, like, hippie kind of people. But they are very supportive and genuinely concerned about their kids.
0: Yes. I just thought, like, I wasn't sure how hands on, like, there was a, I thought the balance was more towards hands off. Like, I would have wanted to know, why did you call her a twat? Like, what happened? Like, I would have dug for some more details rather than be like, okay, whatever. And then, like, if I found out, well, wait, she called you a tramp and you're the only one who got sent to the principal's office? I can see the positives and negatives of both ways. But there were times, as the story went on, when they come in and check on her, they clearly know something's wrong, but they don't push too hard. And I mean, I think it's like a, a serious situation. Like, I feel like they should have pushed a little bit more. But I don't know.
1: Well, the school's obviously not pushing. So if the school's not going to be alerting the parents to the situation and Olive isn't going to... Like, she seems like a trustworthy, like, good kid.
0: Yeah, she does.
1: So that's tough. But kind yeah. of kind of um, snowballing off of that with my next unbelievability is how... Her mom reacted whenever um, Brandon came over to see her with the gentleman caller yes. and the dowry and how like ridiculous and dramatic it was. It was hilarious, but like, no.
0: In real life, I would have been so embarrassed. Absolutely. Like, yep. mom, stop. Not responding back in that tone when I- that kid just never been in your house before.
1: And also letting her take him up to her room.
0: Well, that goes back to what you said earlier. She has a good head on her shoulders. They trust her, so they think that she's going to do the right thing.
1: True. My boyfriend was never allowed in my room, though.
0: Uh, Well, that's because you're a horrible person, and no one could trust you ever. It's true. Fact. Still true. (laughs) Yep. Me and you made tons of bad decisions. We were very irresponsible. So much so.
1: Do you want to hear something gross? So my cocktail shaker. Apparently had blackberry seeds stuck in it from the Thor drink because I've see like three or four of them floating around in here.
0: Your dishwasher didn't get them off.
1: Apparently not. Not all of them. Wow. Yeah, that's gross. You got to get in there with the scrubbing brush. Uh, it's so much work. And I'm always like, come on, that hot, hot water's got to take care of everything. Right. Agreed. Okay. Next. Next. Whenever they go to Melody Bostwick's party, and Melody just offers up her room for sex.
0: Disgusting. So
1: gross. Never.
0: It really is. Like, you're allowing two random people to go in your room and fuck? No. You don't
1: want those naked bodies that you don't know touching anything in your room. Oh, so Melody seemed like a bitch, so maybe she deserved it.
0: Yeah, that whole party scene. Like, I'm not saying that kids aren't going to have parties. The reason behind the party is disgusting. Every time she catches her parents having sex in the pool, like, another should this kid be getting in touch with CYS because that's not okay.
1: Absolutely like not. I don't, th- I don't care if it's California. I don't care if you're like super progressive. It's disgusting.
0: Yes. And then, um, all of the people. Okay. But then all of in this part and Brandon coming in, I don't think they probably have ever been to a party before and they just walk in acting drunk, which that's not how drunk people act.
1: Exactly, though. That's part of their
0: weird charade. Yeah. And then they get that bed, And then for Brandon to be congratulated by all the people who, like, hated him, I wasn't sure if that's how that would go down. I don't know either. But I guess
1: at that age, like, getting some is just cool. Yeah. So I, I don't really
0: know getting some getting some your lingo is just you're a cool kid thanks <laughs> you know what what it's all about these days i do <laughs> um after the party i have to go with olive's clothing as being unbelievable where the fuck did she get money for all this fine lingerie? Yes. That shit's expensive. Yes.
1: And it wasn't from like Victoria's Secret. We're still expensive, but it looked like a boutique, like very high class.
0: So Victoria's Secret, you're talking about what? $40 for a bra? Oh
1: uh, Yeah. Yeah. So and you- I'd
0: say $80 for like a teddy. Yeah. And that's like a cheap teddy. I'd say $80, $120. Now take it to a boutique. She probably spent like 800 to to $1,000 on these clothes.
1: Where are you getting that money?
0: Mm-hmm. Where are her parents to be like, why do you have all of this lingerie now? I didn't realize you were into corsets. And then her having the sewing skills to alter all of these. I didn't and think she, she
1: was altering them. I just thought she was putting, putting A's the on them. Putting A's on them. And it was just a long process.
0: For the one A? Yeah. Okay. I thought she was like altering them or I didn't know what was happening because it seemed to happen. Okay. So it was just the A.
1: I think she just cut out a bunch of felt red A's and like sewed them on every single bustier. Okay. Except the one that she couldn't get on the bustier and she put it on a necklace. Did you notice that?
0: I did not. But that's awesome. Adaptation. <laughs> yeah. See that's the part where I was like this dad comes in and he sees all these lingerie bags like shouldn't he be like why? What's your plan here? He does prod a little bit but in the end he's just kind of like okay she knows what she's doing. No teenager knows what they're doing. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yep.
1: I didn't believe that it wasn't against the dress code.
0: The dress code all throughout this movie. Ree's boobs were out like several times. And I was like, oh, I don't think so.
1: And um, Marianne's miniskirts.
0: Mm-hmm. And Olive clearly brought up the hemline thing sometime in the movie. Now, I mean, if there's a favorite of administration or parents are a pain in the ass, I could see that being let go. But all the tank tops and everything, the the bustiers, um, I just don't see that going over.
1: It's, I mean, the lingerie, like we always kind of made fun of how like we weren't allowed to wear sleeveless tops because shoulders are so distracting, whatever. But like, if you're wearing fucking like bustiers and corsets, like that shit is distracting. <laughs> yeah. Like even as a girl, I'd be like, I can't pay attention to anything. Like what is happening? What's the story?
0: Um, I did appreciate how her teacher, I just called him lull because of wings. (laughs) Okay. So that's how I wrote my notes for him. I liked how he addressed the students and I thought it was very believable. Like he addressed them in a manner where like they had to clean up their act a little bit, but he wasn't a dick about it. Yes. So he, he maintained like a professional line with them while allowing them to cover their ass like with the climax talk. And I like how he addressed Olive in the cafeteria when she was dressing like that and she was looking the spoon. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and she goes, what? And he doesn't know what to say yeah. and how to bring it up. So he's like, I'm out.
1: He He says, don't forget it's Earth
0: Day yes as far as Earth Day yeah he's like I I give up I don't even know what to do
1: I love their and I don't know whether this would happen in real life or not I can see like if you develop a certain relationship kind of like being like hey I'm sorry I had to send you to the principal's office like this person's a jackass but I'll deny it if you ever say I said this
0: I well I thought that him admitting he hated that girl I thought that was inappropriate it's like, anap- you can't do that
1: it's inappropriate but if he's you know who's gonna believe a student i guess
0: yeah well
1: now I, I, that comes up later in the movie yeah in a not
0: so good way no but i completely agree with you have like lora side like look you called someone a like slang a female body part like i couldn't not Is
1: twat is twat another word for you
0: no i was just pretending i was a teacher
1: oh i thought you couldn't say the word twat as yourself
0: no i already said it once or twice i don't remember okay no i'm good with it. like i hated to do it like you're one of my best students but i i just can't let it slide i hope you get it
1: Mm -hmm. uh i think his wife is the worst guidance counselor ever
0: Yeah, she should be fired and probably like before anything happened in this movie. She's obviously terrible at her job. She doesn't care about the kids. And then like her freak out in front of Olive later on. Absolutely not. That's not going to happen.
1: It was so weird. Like it was a little cringy for me that Olive went to comfort her and like, hug her and pat her on the back and stuff and like cover for her
0: yes absolutely and other than that I I didn't have really a lot of unbelievability after that just two things and one's like really nitpicky
1: really I have two things both not nitpicky
0: All right, I'll go with my nitpicky. She goes to the bookstore to look at the Bible. She didn't realize how long the Bible was. Like, (laughs) you've been around books, you've admitted it, so you understand how the Bible works. And she said it's like 600 pages. It's, It's fucking way longer than that. Yes. Yep. And that's tissue paper pages. Like. Yeah.
1: Yep. Hey, just in case you ever need one, I have my student Bible in my car. Because whenever dad and our stepmom were moving, she like gave me a bunch of weird shit that she found. And she was like, I think this is yours. And I looked at the student Bible that I had from catechism. And I was like, I don't know what to do with this. Because I feel like I'll go to hell if I throw it away.
0: (laughs) I have three Bibles. Three. Yeah. I mean, what do you do with it? Same
1: with rosaries. Like, I went through, like like grandmas were always giving you rosaries and i have like 10 and i'm like i don't know what to do with this shit like do you bury it like you're supposed to do with like your palms on palm sunday did you know that you're like supposed to bury them you're not supposed to like throw them away because it's like i don't know disrespectful or
0: a sin They're or blessed. whatever yeah <sighs> hey i don't make the rules i don't even follow them <laughs> i mean
1: same Maybe I'll donate my Bibles.
0: Be <laughs> like, does anyone want to read about God?
1: <laughs> and my rosaries. They can go to goodwill. Passing it, pay it nope. forward.
0: No, nope, you can't do it. You're stuck with them forever. <laughs> they don't take up a lot of space. That's true. I also
1: have like religious memorabilia like in my closet because I don't know what to do with it like I don't care to display it like uh, what <laughs> I know I have one cross up in my house and that's enough
0: um, I have wait one I have four religious things displayed in my house on a normal basis
1: oh I have two actually okay yeah. Huh? what do you it's Tradition, I guess. I guess. And one of them is actually covered up by accident. So, we have like the whole supper thing yeah. in our the dining last room supper. at the supper thing. <laughs> you know, clearly Catholic <laughs> of the year over here. Yeah. Um it's covered by our china cabinet. <laughs> And it's an accident because we just never put like another nail up to hang it elsewhere. Yeah. Just yeah. let it go.
0: It's one of those things like you're just, it's not on your mind so it doesn't get done. You
1: nope. Know, I don't think I'll go to hell for it. I'll go to hell for way worse. There's stuff. other reasons.
0: Yeah. yeah. There's other reasons. Clearly. All right. What's your next unbelievability? I, I, I want your
1: opinion on this. Um, I thought it was unbelievable that Olive went to Mr. Griffith to tell him about his wife.
0: Yeah, I agree. Like, that was a little bit of a walk. You would think by the time she made it from the counselor's office to his office, she would have cooled down and thought that through a little bit. Although now that I'm thinking about it, the fact that he has an office is true. Very believable. Yeah, that's a good call.
1: I didn't even think about that.
0: And then my last unbelievability is the dance at the
1: the musical the musical number. Yeah, for no reason. It
0: don't get me wrong. Yeah, same. But the outfit was wild, wild.
1: I mean, she looked great.
0: She looked great. She sounded great. Mm-hmm. And I love when she ripped the wood chalk costume. Oh, <laughs> and blue he, devil. I can't do this impression, but he's like, ah, yes, I loved it. That way have been my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah. You just don't expect it. It's
1: yeah, it's great. Whenever she comes out of the, the, the wood,
0: <laughs> literally <laughs> she comes out of the woodwork. I do think she would be suspended for that. Yeah. And possibly Woodchuck Todd.
1: Lobster Todd, Woodchuck Todd.
0: Yeah. He was originally going to be a meerkat, so he would have been Meerkat Todd. That's weird. I agree. I don't know how I feel about that. Not a fan. I think a meerkat is less ferocious than a woodchuck. So. Ooh,
1: I agree. Woodchucks can yeah. be mean. Uh-huh, and they have big teeth. They make, obviously they make like weird like hissing noises if you get too
0: close when have you ever gotten close to a woodchuck
1: i've seen videos i watch videos of animals all day what do you think i do <laughs> nothing this is what i do
0: um okay how we doing drink wise obstacles first or drink first um
1: let's do obstacles first and then drink
0: okay so, obstacles to Olive and Todd being together. Can I be honest with you? Yes. I don't think there are any. I don't. He's available. He doesn't care about the rumors. He's interested in her, she's interested in him. Now, she says she has to deal with the rumors before they get together, but it's always a, we are going to get together. I just have to clear this up first. So I really don't see that there are any obstacles.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. Also, I'm looking at my notes and I guess I temporarily forgot what obstacles mean because I just have a lot of shit about Rhiannon. (laughs) And her being a terrible friend.
0: I, well, that's obstacles to her and Rihanna getting to together.
1: What am I doing? And like my yeah. next obstacle says, all of herself perpetuating the rumors. And I swear to God, I think I forgot what obstacles meant. <laughs> <laughs> it was at two in the morning, so
0: I don't know if I'm buying that as an excuse.
1: <laughs> that's right. That's when I'm most alert. That's
0: a- now nowadays yeah
1: um, i know you know what i i agree with you i i think that they don't really have any yeah but i guess you can make the argument like you said Olive of wants to get all of her stuff figured out but you could make the argument that she needs to get herself together in order to have a relationship like she needs to be mentally available to do that So, one of my rumors, or one of my obstacles, all of herself perpetuating the rumors, could be an obstacle.
0: Okay. I'll go with that. Because she's not happy with it.
1: Yeah. And I think if you're not happy about other stuff, like, it could affect, it for sure affects a relationship.
0: Okay. Good. All right. Drink time?
1: Yep. For sure. All right. I'll be back in a minute. All right. Sounds good.
0: chemistry
1: real quick is this drink growing on you at all
0: no really yeah I don't like it
1: one of these Uh, days I want to try like a gin martini I think I've only ever had vodka martinis
0: I hate them you suggested a dirty martini with a lot of olives and I was I don't think I can drink an entire one of those
1: It's very much like a sipping beverage.
0: And dad would always like try to make one for us. And I was like, I don't like them.
1: And he's like, I make such a good one. I make such a good one. Let's just just do it. So remember when Alice was over for New Year? No, you weren't there.
0: I wasn't there. I remember it, but I wasn't there. Dad
1: was making like offering to make martinis for everybody. And Alice was dying because it was so strong she was like i think he just poured vodka into a martini glass <laughs> and she was like sneaking to the fridge and getting the olive juice like the the jar with the olives and like trying to pour it in <laughs> and mix it up
0: <laughs> she was like thank you so much for the martini it's i think awful. that he said he said something once like he put six shots of vodka in one of those and I'm like, holy Jesus.
1: That's <laughs> not true. That can't be true. Physically, how is that true?
0: I like... think he said that. Maybe. So, yeah, so basically it's just vodka oh and God. vermouth, right? Like, he would, like, dash yeah. vermouth in there. It just tastes like salt water to me, and I don't like it.
1: No, it tastes like rubbing alcohol
0: yeah I don't like this okay anyway okay chemistry chemistry between Todd and Olive I think it's really good but I also think we don't get a lot there's
1: not a whole lot of screen time with them
0: and usually I would say that's a downside, but it didn't bother me this movie. I think
1: Olive was such a good like such a good character by herself. And I I agree with you. It didn't bother me. And I think the interactions that they had were very good.
0: And it's I would be interested to like go back and time how often he came on screen. Because they weren't on screen a lot together, but it was often that he would make an appearance. So I wonder, is it like once every 10 minutes or 15 minutes that they had him come on screen with Olive for just like 30 seconds mm-hmm. or less? He, he was a constant presence in the movie. Mm-hmm. They just didn't interact a lot.
1: Um, I, I mean, I think that their conversation, I feel like, mentally they were like a very good match like he wasn't a douchebag high school student like he was very witty and like their whole chat about Disney World and Disneyland when he's walking around in the woodchuck suit
0: they definitely like quote-unquote got each other yes and he was constantly trying to be there for her
1: I don't know if you notice but one of my favorite things and it's so small But I thought it was really cute how every time they had some kind of interaction, he like walks away cringing at his jokes. It's just like so small and so minor, but every time I
0: haven't, I didn't notice.
1: It was more apparent. I'm trying to think. I think at the party, whenever he like, she says, "I'm gonna go," and he like makes a joke, like, "See you in the salt mines." He turns around and he's like, "Ugh." Okay. Like making a face at himself and embarrassed. But if when you pick up on it, you can notice it with like every exchange. He walks away like kind of disappointed in himself.
0: Oh, that's cute. Right. He wants to impress her. Yeah. Yeah, I do like that. I thought like they were really cute during the musical number because he helped play with that with her. Like, and help her play it up to get people involved in the webcast. And I thought their kiss was cute. Mm-hmm. I was super shocked. Like, she really ran and jumped on him when he got off the lawnmower outside. Did you watch that? I was like, oh, my God. She's going to kill him. And she jumped on him so hard. He caught I her. Like gumb- He caught her. Maybe it was, I was a stunt double. Impressed.
1: Maybe it was very st- Maybe it was two stunt doubles.
0: I was like, oh, she really launched herself. But um, I th- thought their kiss was cute. I liked their ride off. They both did the fist pump and the ode to Breakfast Club. It was really cute. I totally enjoyed their interactions. Mm-hmm.
1: I loved the car ride. How he helped her. Where after- she's sobbing. <laughs> she's like trying to hold off the tears and then it pans to the next scene and she's like. <laughs> Just full-on ugly crying. It's so funny.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He asked her permission to kiss her, which I thought was big considering what she was going through.
1: If I promise not to tell anybody, can I kiss you? Did you see the BuzzFeed article about, like, 10 of the best rom-com men and 10 of the worst rom-com men?
0: I saw it, but I don't remember what they said about this.
1: He said he was, like, one of the best yeah and how he was very considerate which is very different from like after watching you on netflix so hard to reconcile these characters
0: even gossip girl it's hard to reconcile the characters i
1: i never watched
0: it yeah well i'm just telling you i know you didn't watch it but i'm just saying like Gossip Girl is one of those shows where there ends up being no good characters. There is no one you can root for because they all end up being assholes. So.
1: Isn't it funny how you get, like, sucked into those shows? Yes. Like, that's how I felt about Sons of Anarchy. But, like, yet yeah, I watched the entire fucking thing. Like, there's no redeeming character here. hmm but I remember talking with, like, Dad about stuff like this. He's like, I just can't watch shows where you can't root for anybody.
0: Um, How did you feel about Olive and Rhiannon in this movie and their relationship?
1: <sighs> it was tough. Like, I think Rhiannon sucks.
0: It's a very toxic relationship, isn't it? Yeah. Like, at
1: one point, Rhiannon, like, hit, like, slaps her, like, hits her head yeah, like it's so bizarre, yeah.
0: and and Olive doesn't particular seem to particularly like her either. Yeah, and I know. Like in the end, it comes out that you know she does miss her and all that stuff, but I don't. I didn't pick up on that. It was more like they didn't have any other friends, so they just hung out together.
1: Like I thought she was. Like, she never listened to what Olive really had to say, which is how this whole thing got started in the first place. That's why I was saying Olive did perpetuate it a little bit. But, like, she never, like, she was always like, well, according to what you're hearing, sure. Like, okay, if you're just going to listen to what you're hearing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she never outwardly, like, said Except when, whenever she gave in to Ree, like, yeah, I sure, whatever, I did it, you know? She
0: was just more like, she's not going to listen to me anyway, so I may as well agree with her.
1: Yeah, so I thought Rhiannon was terrible because she didn't listen to her, and she was, like, borderline abusive, <laughs> verbally mm-hmm. and physically. Yeah. And she was just annoying, like, whenever she gets a phone call, and she's, like, trying to listen in and all this stuff. I mean, I guess it probably stems from her fucking weird parents.
0: <laughs> Sorry, guys. We don't condone nudie, nudie parents around their teenage kids. Hey, just- if
1: you're in your house and it's just you and your spouse, be naked all you want.
0: Absolutely.
1: Oh, also, like having your best friend call you a dirty skank, yeah. even if it's joking, No. It's, it's disrespectful, it's hurtful.
0: Yeah, because they always say, like, there's truth in death. So some part of her, excuse me, some part of her believes that. Yeah, even though she didn't do all this
1: stuff, like, clearly she's freaking out at the end. Like, you know, am I a bad person and all this stuff? Um. Yeah, I just re-ganging up on her with the Jesus freaks in the school i just it's a it's a toxic relationship and then that whole um that whole thing where olive goes out with anson and is trying to hide it and still like be a good friend kind of but then finds out that Rhiannon and kissed todd total mm-hmm. dick move mm-hmm. so um, I know we kind of touched on it a little bit, but how do you feel about, like, the parents' chemistry in
0: Olives? I really liked it. I just... It felt like she could be open with them, and I think that is important. But I do think they needed to show some more interest, or not maybe not even interest. They were clearly interested in what was going on in her life. But they we're very careful about overstepping their boundaries about not overstepping their boundaries. And maybe it's just cause like how we grew up, but I was like, you need to, you need to step on her boundaries a little bit more.
1: Yeah. I, I loved the parents chemistry. I loved how weird they were. Um, Stanley Tucci was a hot dad.
0: Absolutely.
1: Like he was really good looking and he was built. Mm-hmm. like he had I think all. he's
0: still I mean he still is yeah I really enjoy Stanley Tucci
1: me too uh, and I
0: like Patricia Clarkson in this movie s- Anna's Tammy one from Parks and Rec
1: oh yes that's what she's in I was like no she's in something else yes oh that's so good I love yeah. Parks and Rec that's one of these shows like I don't rewatch the office because I just don't like the characters as much because that's the show. Like, I mean, there's some good people, but like most of the time the people all are terrible, but parks and rec, like everybody has like a good side. So I find it easily like more easily rewatchable. Okay. Um, but did you ever read sharp objects? The, did you know that it's all like a show, like a mini series on HBO?
0: I watched one or two episodes, and I just it was not my favorite book. Like I thought the ending was cool, but I thought it was slow. So really? I, I just not get into the mini series. Ah,
1: oh, that's shocking! I couldn't stop both the mini series and um the 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 book. I couldn't put it down. I couldn't put either one down. Um, but I thought Patricia Clarkson was fabulous and sharp
0: objects. Um, so I, I do think I really liked the chemistry between the whole family and to add to that, all of the family was named after food. So the dad's dill, mom's rosemary, olive chip, and then I think there was supposed to be a kid in college from what I read in the facts and his name's Kale. It's
1: so funny. It's so hippie. Yeah. (laughs) But I could see naming like a bunch of your animals, stuff like that. I don't know about your kids. I do think Olive is a cute name, though.
0: I I like that name. I liked how they had family time, too. Like they were deciding what name... Or what movie to watch all together, and then they had meals together. Just good,
1: yeah. Let's bucket list this bitch. Yeah. Um, the whole family member of the week thing,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that it was rigged and the dad could always pick the movie. <laughs> yeah. I uh.
1: I I do I love this movie. This was a really big movie for us in college. Um, like, my friends and I who lived together, whenever we were studying and we couldn't, like, we were quizzing each other and we couldn't think of anything, we would just say, T, 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 like, over and over again.
0: <laughs> that was a hard one. Yeah. Like, to come up with. A, I would have gone with tit. Yeah. That would have been my first guess. I love Tallywacker. Probably my only tallywacker.
1: <laughs> yeah, nunt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we go with chemistry.
1: Yeah. I mean I have some other quotes and other things to say about the parents later, but those can be final thoughts.
0: Um moment they fell in love. I think it was middle school. I don't think we really see it. See, I don't I don't think we see it because I don't think they're in love.
1: Like like it's just a crush
0: it's just a crush, and they're gonna start dating so maybe they will end up in love but i right now i just think they like each other
1: okay um yeah yeah i can see that it's very convincing though and i like it mm-hmm. do they stay together no it's high school sorry i agree no it's high school
0: all right iconic scene
1: i know it's in the trailer i know it's like the thing that you see whenever they advertise this movie on tv it's her in slow-mo walking down the hallway in her first red a outfit
0: with the black, it's like all black with the red a and she's talking to Ray, and she's like "Uber." the ray
1: bands the music yep. in the background it's perfect
0: yeah, I gotta go for me. It's gonna be that musical number when she rips the wood off and he puts his arm around her like
1: it was a close second.
0: Yeah, that's my iconic scene. Oh, it's so good. I, I know love- I'm so mad it's gonna be off of Netflix that you can't just watch it. Now. I know. <laughs> so guys,
1: listeners, if you haven't watched this movie free on Netflix or if you just maybe
0: not by the t- maybe not by the time this comes out.
1: It'll be good for like a one one week.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: um, I loved like all of her references to the eighties classics and how, you know, she's doing her webcast. Like that's what's going on the whole time. She, like this is a whole story being told according to her on like a webcast. And like the whole I want my life to be a John Hughes movie. I want John Cusack holding up the speakers. I want um Patrick Dempsey picking me up on a tractor I want the breakfast club you know and then whenever Todd came and did like all of those things like he's standing on the tractor with the speakers praying the playing the breakfast club song mm-hmm. it's great
0: yeah and, and then they fist pump on the way out <sighs> and there was a couple also like Ferris Bueller like I don't know I feel like Ferris Bueller it's not my favorite, but. I've never seen it. Yeah, I don't really like it. I think because I'm of the mindset that Ferris Bueller's an asshole.
1: I can see that.
0: So, even though she there's like a couple scenes specifically to that movie, I'm just like, well, I guess that's to Ferris Bueller, but he's a jerk.
1: Yeah. But man, John Hughes gave us fucked up expectations about life would what life would really be, especially in high school yeah no it's not. not
0: not how it works nope very mundane
1: <laughs> and a lot a lot of times upsetting <laughs> 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 Um. final thoughts I have like I have like an a lot actually so please bear with me
0: how about we alternate because I went through the facts and there were some interesting things
1: Okay, I pretty much just want to talk about some of my favorite quotes that I okay. still say to this day.
0: Okay. So
1: there might be some awkward pauses while I look for these, but I, I know we talked about abominable twat. Yes. Um, I love that. I'm going to start using twat more because I think it's great. Um, one thing that I still say a ton, I don't know what it is about blank. I hate her. Like, that's just perfect delivery when they're talking about Nina. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then you got all these other, like, just really fun things. <laughs> like, Emma Stone calling that guy who tries to ask her out after she was like, if you would have been nice and asked me out, I would have gone out with you. And he was like, oh, well, do you want to go out with me? And she was like, not now. I don't shit dick. Like, <laughs> that's great. And then the whole like reference to the dad being gay. Hey, I was gay once for a while. All God's children.
0: <laughs> I liked how when um they were talking about she was talking about Marianne and she was like, We even had religion of the other cultures, which you said was sci-fi, so you never came.
1: How funny is Brandon leaving his parents a note that just says, I'm gay bitches? <laughs>
0: So that was like another. So this was Easy A, and then his storyline was what was it, Huck, Huckleberry Finn, <laughs> yeah. which I thought was weird. I've never thought about Huckleberry Finn like that because I thought it was an older black yes. guy and like and a kid. younger boy. Yeah. So, but apparently, there was debate about that out there in the acad- world of academia.
1: Nice um also whenever the dad goes his reaction to his kid saying he's adopted (laughs) yeah he just bangs on the cabinet who told you (laughs) meanwhile he's a little black kid (laughs) (laughs) i think that's Um, all my quotes for now
0: how about micah oh yeah micah which i knew i had seen him somewhere he was in the first Twilight movie. Did you ever watch it? No. no. He was in the first Twilight movie as James. So they made him like 20 or 22 in this movie, still in high school, which was a joke because he was actually in his mid-20s and people were pissed he got cast, like people who were up for that. So they just made it a joke in the movie about how old he was. How about his grandparents? Get your hand away from your berries. <laughs> yeah. I think people should
1: start calling him Berries now.
0: Oh, so weird.
1: That's weird. That whole, that was a very cringy plot line. And
0: he's so dumb. He, yeah. But hey, the guidance counselor liked it. Eek.
1: Ugh, Mr. Griff is shitting on Facebook.
0: (laughs) It was, it was hilarious. That was great. Um, when Todd's dropping Olive off at our house, the song on the radio is the song that in at the end of 16 Candles, when Jake picks up.
1: Yes. Yes. We need to do 16 Candles.
0: So here's my thing about John Hughes movies. I really don't think they're rom-coms.
1: I don't think Breakfast Club is a rom-com. I think that's more of like a coming of age kind of a thing, but I do think 16 Candles is a rom-com.
0: Okay. It is a teen movie, so.
1: (laughs) Sorry, I I just do. No, it's fine. I mean, how can it not be? It's just like the guy gets the girl. Like, that's just like the whole thing. It's like the whole movie is about her being in love with Jake Ryan.
0: I just I don't know. I guess it is more rom-comy than the other ones because there's a lot of running jokes throughout that whole movie. Yeah. Okay, I'll give it to you. All right. I won't be happy about it, but I'll give it to you.
1: <laughs> Whatever. Adventures in babysitting. Great. Okay.
0: Great movie. I'm
1: not saying there that I go. didn't love it, but not a That's rom-com. All you have to say
0: okay great movie great movie
1: um do you know what a cowbell is
0: i absolutely do not
1: i i feel like i should look it up because i i find my i think i'm pretty in tune with like this shit but like i could not figure it like here i'm gonna look it up
0: what was the context i even forget the context
1: cowbell sex
0: Oh yeah, I have no idea.
1: Um Oh, I don't want to talk about what this is.
0: Oh no, that's too late now. You got to for the benefit of our listeners, you have to. Come on. Wait, there's different
1: uh uh uh, uh. I don't I don't want to. I'm going to edit it out. Or maybe I'll just bleep everything that's bad. I'll do that. Oh. During sex, you pull your out of your partner's fast enough. So it retains its status. Then you quickly insert your finger into their and proceed to ring it like a cowbell. <laughs> I really don't want that to be in the pod. I'm gonna like bleep everything out. <laughs>
0: why? The, why? Why does that offend you so much?
1: I think it's like the descriptor of like while the b- still widened.
0: It's it's weird. It is definitely weird. Uh, yeah, I don't
1: I don't like it. <laughs> Um, I enjoyed Malcolm McDowell in this movie. He was a dick, but he's
0: hilarious. I did too. This isn't a school where students are partners in learning. This is (laughs) a public school. Yes. I love him shitting on progressive schools.
1: It's so great. (laughs) So I do want to talk about, I told you that I was going to kind of, um, um, highlight some rom-com teen tropes that we went over. Yeah. So, and I think so. The Duff and this have this in common, where something just goes viral. Mm-hmm. Like the rumor mill just perpetuates it, texting videos, whatever. So like everybody just starts talking about this.
0: Yeah, you could see that in this with with the texting.
1: Yeah. Um, And then the other one that we talked about was, like, the acceptance of everyone, like, with her webcast.
0: Yeah, I didn't see that one so much in this movie.
1: So, how do you think Mr. Griffith felt about Olive at the end of the movie?
0: I think that he's not going to be able to look at her the same way because she's the one who told him about his wife. But I, I think he's going to be okay with her in his mind. I mean, how old would you say he's in this movie? 45. Yeah. His wife's 40 to 45 as is he. She's 17, 18, like that's these impulsive decisions are what teens are known for. So it's harder to hold her accountable and to be angry at her because that's where she is in life. Whereas his wife made a commitment to him and she cheated on him. That's how I see it. What do you think? I guess
1: I guess probably the same way. Like there's probably a part of him that will never it's like you said, probably won't look at her the same way. Won't be like easy to like joke and be casual, I guess. I don't know. It's tough. But I guess you can't take it out on Olive either.
0: Right. It's going to have to come down to is he happy to know or would he have preferred to stay in ignorance? But I think the end of the movie where he was watching her webcast, I think that signals that everything's going to be okay between them. And he ignores his wife as she walks by. Everything's not going to be okay there.
1: No, I mean, she's terrible. She's a terrible person. And you mm-hmm. kind of see that she doesn't return his affections either.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, maybe it's
1: the chlamydia
0: It's hard, though, because he was showing it at school and there were kids right outside the window. So I can understand and sympathize with that.
1: Yeah, I guess it's one of those things where, like, you don't fully understand it until you see what happens at the end. Yeah. It's a great movie, though.
0: It is. I will definitely watch this movie again, and I think everyone should watch it. It's delightful.
1: Um, Dad does not like this movie because he hates the free-spirited parents. Wait, what? Dad hates this movie because of the free-spirited parents.
0: He's watched it? Mm Mm-hmm. That's shocking.
1: Yeah. I don't know. He says he doesn't like Olive's parents because of how casual they are about everything and how they're hippies and don't discipline their kids.
0: Wow. But I don't think all of Nina discipline.
1: I agree. Okay. And as an adult, I'm really starting to look at some of these movies in a different light. And I, I still agree. I agree. I think she's fine.
0: Yeah. I, I do. Like I told you, I think they needed to inquire more to get more of the whole story. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that means she needed discipline.
1: Yeah. I'm going to add them to who is the best high school couple so we can keep track of this. I like it. So, so far we have four just to review. We got Noah and Elle from The Kissing Booth. We got Peter and Lara Jean from To All The Boys. We got Bianca and Wesley from The Duff and Olive and Todd and Easy A. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I think I have my favorite. Like, of these four. Okay. Like, I know who I pick. Because we have the question at the end of all these teen movies is going to be who has the best chance of making it through college. I don't know if you remember that or not.
0: I don't remember that. Notes. That's good to know. Notes. No
1: Notes. (laughs) So, To All the Boys is coming out February 22nd. Okay. So I think we do one more movie and then do that one. So do you want to do 16 Candles?
0: Yeah, we may as well since we're, we talked about it this time.
1: Okay. I like it. Uh, 16 Candles. Oh, Martini Glasses.
0: Uh, oh, I got to give this movie a five out of five. I think it's fantastic.
1: I was going... I- 4.5 actually. I l- well, Let me guess why. Mm-hmm. Is
0: it not enough ROM?
1: Not enough ROM. I need more screen time.
0: Like I said, I think they did a good job. I think it, you had the passage of time. They've known each other for a while. The way they like pepper his appearance and their interactions throughout the movie. You can see like it's building up to something.
1: I just need more screen time, I think. I made um, you on.
0: You did, you did you jerk
1: uh I don't know like in comparison to like Bianca and Wesley like they have so much screen time together and I like mm-hmm. that uh I'm not saying that Todd and Olive don't have great chemistry because they do and I really believe their characters like each other but I just want more
0: mm-hmm Well, I feel like that's more of a conversation to have once we have all of our couples.
1: True. We'll have to do like its own episode. Yeah. So please rate, review, subscribe. Go to... um, apple itunes or whatever platform that you listen please review us um and we'll the hell with it we'll do our whole um promotion again where if you leave us a review put your um put your uh instagram handle or twitter handle or whatever in it and we will dm you get your information and we'll send you a free t-shirt so say something nice about us um, on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and we'll um, send you a free t-shirt and DM you to get the deets. So if you like us,
0: let us know and get some free swag. I will, I will clarify. We only really check the Apple iTunes. Oh, so make sure if you're doing this, you're putting it on the iTunes apple itunes like we said earlier we're not quite sure how it works and how long it takes to get through etc so just try to try to make it the first one there um we have a new website in the process of being made it looks Com.
1: it looks amazing marie has put in like literal hours of hard work into this I can't fathom how you did it because I am terrible with technology. So great job.
0: I'm still figuring it out and it's nowhere close to being done. So just check back often because more stuff is being added like daily. Literally daily.
1: You carve out like 45 minutes to an hour every single day, which (laughs) your time management skills are so great. I don't (laughs) know how you do it. Thank you. (sighs)
0: Jealous. (gasps) Throughout Through my career, I've had to learn excellent time management.
1: I lost it after college. I had really good time management in college, and now, nope. I you know, just you, am so lazy.
0: You got to do what you got to do. And if you don't have to do it, you don't.
1: Well, what I do have to do as soon as we get done is start making the five meals that I have to make for this week. Procrastination
0: at its Sounds finest. Great. Fucking
1: Sounds great. Sounds great. On
0: that note... Please watch 16 Candles before next time so you're up to date.
1: Classic. I'm sure it's going to be a movie that did not age well.
0: Oh, my God. I can already name, like, three things, I think. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. You're going to hate me, but I actually want to talk about one more
0: thing. Oh, my God. I do hate you. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay.
1: So how do you feel about the word slut being thrown around in this movie so much? Is that a word that's still PC? I,
0: I don't think I don't think it's PC, but it doesn't bother me.
1: Because I feel like there is such a thing now as slut shaming, which everybody did to Olive, and I meant like I starred this in my notes, and I meant to talk about this way earlier. Sorry, but that was like the only thing in this movie where I was like, "Ooh, that didn't age well." Like, yeah, the whole... I think
0: because slut shaming is now a thing, and now it's more about like girls can do whatever they want to do with their bodies, and they shouldn't be shamed for that. Exactly. So I would, I would agree. That that didn't age well. I don't know if that means it's not still going to be a presence, though. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I, it does. Like, it's okay. still, there's still going to be people who look down upon
0: that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, A double standard.
1: Yeah. Also, if there are other things in this, like, I don't know. No, never mind. I'm going to cut that out.
0: Okay. Um, what were you
1: going to say? I was just going to say, if there, if there are other things in movies that haven't aged well, let us know. Email us. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you want me to say it? It doesn't matter to me.
1: Well, I mean, obviously the slut shaming, it's no good. If there are other things in movies that we've reviewed that haven't aged well, uh, email us. Toastromcoms to at gmail.com. Educate us. Maybe mm-hmm. there's something that we missed. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely want to keep an open
0: mind towards stuff like that. And we want to know too, like we don't yeah. know everything and we're not up to date with everything. So if we're doing, if we do or say something that needs to be changed or apologized for, just email us and let us know and we'll take care of it. Absolutely. Um, for the next episode that comes out, like in our release. Yeah. We received the email.
1: 16 candles though. It's going to be a hot mess. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, <laughs> until then. Please watch up. Drink up. And cheese. cheese.